Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 9, verses 43b through 45. That verse marking comes at a really weird spot in verse 43, which is why we start with 43b, the second half of the verse. To get there, we're going to skip over the healing of a boy with a demon, which is covered more thoroughly in the Matthew and Mark parallels. That's Matthew 17, 14 through 21, and Mark 9, 14 through 29. Those devotions are at episodes 530 and 619, respectively. So go check those out if you want to hear a devotion about Jesus healing of the boy with the unclean spirit. Before I jump into today's text, I want to thank the Family Leader, who is our 2022 Daily Dose Devotion sponsor. You can learn more about the Family Leader in the announcements at the end of this podcast, and we want to thank them for their support. Chapter 9, verse 43b through 45. But when they were all marveling at everything he was doing, Jesus said to his disciples, Let these words sink into your ears. The Son of Man is about to be delivered into the hands of men. But they did not understand this saying, and it was concealed from them, so that they might not perceive it. And they were afraid to ask him about this saying. So this is a really intriguing passage. Prior to this, Jesus has already foretold his death in the book of Luke. Also, this specific text is paralleled in Matthew 17:22 and Mark 9, 30 through 32. And we didn't do a devotion on that text. But not only, but not only is he foretelling his death, there are some other details around it that aren't included to quite the degree that they are here in the book of Luke. First of all, Jesus starts his statement by saying, let these words words sink into your ears. In other words, disciples, pay attention to what I'm saying, think about them, take them seriously, because what I'm about to tell you is significant and I want you to see it as significant. It also highlights something that I think all of us can relate to in one way or another. That is, there's a difference between hearing and listening. We hear a lot of things, but we don't always listen. If you're married, your spouse might be able to point that out to you in the way that mine does me from time to time. Jesus is saying, don't just hear what I'm going to say, but listen to what I'm going to say. And that's a great principle for us to apply as we approach scripture, as we approach the teaching of God's word in every format. Don't just hear, but listen. Let it sink into your ears. Mull over it. Meditate on it. It's also interesting that Luke says that they didn't understand what he was saying about being delivered to the hands of men. Not only did they not understand it, it says it was concealed from them so they might not perceive it. Now, different scholars and theologians have differing views of this. Some would say that the reason they don't perceive it and the reason it was concealed is because of their own lack of understanding. Jesus being delivered into the hands of men just didn't compute with them. They were still under this assumption that Jesus was going to lead this great revolution, this great national effort where Israel would usurp its enemies and have great political influence in the world. Jesus, the Messiah, was going to be the one who spearheaded that charge for them. Other people would say that this concealment, this lack of perception, was caused by God, that he was not allowing them to understand. And still others would suggest that it's actually a mix of the two. It's both attributable to their lack of understanding and attributable to God kind of hiding it from them. Why would God hide this from them? Well, one of the reasons might be because they aren't in a position yet where they're ready to see the big picture. And if they saw what was coming, it would short circuit the training that Jesus is giving them, the equipping that he's giving them so that they can go into the world spreading the gospel effectively after he's gone. I don't know if you've had any experiences in your life where if you would have known what was coming down the line in the future, it would have short circuited some spiritual growth in your life as that 
that future unfolded without your understanding exactly how it was going to unfold. I was part of a couple political campaigns where I still to this day know I was called by God to run. And back then I thought I was called to win. I lost both races by a hair. And if I would have known that beforehand, the things that I did in pursuit of victory would have been short-circuited. The lessons I learned would have been short-circuited. The relationships I established would have been short-circuited. And what God wanted to set up for me through that experience wouldn't have been set up if I would have known that I was ultimately not going to win. I wouldn't have put as much time or effort or focus into it. And I would have not gleaned the things from that experience that I needed to glean to be equipped for God to use me in the ways he has used me since then. I'm sure if you thought about it, you probably have your own stories like that. And that could be why God kept some of this understanding from the disciples then. Using my example, if they're anything like me, they're able to connect the dots after the fact, looking back. They say hindsight is 2020. Jesus is just putting this marker in their minds so that after he has been crucified and resurrected and ascended to heaven, and now it's on them to take the gospel to the world, they can look back at this and go, my goodness, this is what he was talking about way back then. And it gives them confidence that this was God's plan all along. We can have the same confidence when we see God's hand at work in our lives. And that confidence should inspire us to be more and more committed to him, more effective for his kingdom in a way that we wouldn't be if God had just from the beginning showed us exactly what our journey and our path was going to look like. Finally, it's interesting that it says they were afraid to ask him about this thing. They didn't understand what he was saying and they didn't really want to understand. They're afraid to ask. It kind of reminds me of somebody who doesn't go to the doctor because they're afraid of what diagnosis they're going to get. I'd just rather not know the truth. What's he talking about the Son of Man being given over to the hands of men? I don't even want to entertain that idea. I just want to keep hanging out with Jesus, doing the cool stuff that we're doing, and I'll just kind of wait for that to come out as we continue to go forward and just hope that everything's going to be fine and that it's not what I think it might be. What I love from this text is that it paints the disciples who end up being heroes of the faith, the forefathers of the church of Jesus Christ. It paints them to be very normal human beings, people like you and me, not all that understanding, not all that bold, not all that insightful, but despite those deficiencies, God is equipping them, preparing them, and he's going to give them great responsibilities for his work going forward. And by his power, they're going to succeed at it. These are all lessons that should inspire us as we continue to pursue our relationship with Christ and the work that he's called us to. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which has aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.